Welcome to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Rogue Preparedness, Morgan. Hello, hello, everyone. Morgan here, and thank you so much for listening to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. All right, boy, this has been a crazy couple weeks. I'm sorry that I missed last week. Uh, so personally, we have, we just finished our chicken mansion is what we're calling it. If you're, if you follow me on Instagram or um, YouTube, you have seen our chicken mansion. And this thing is a beast 10 by 20 mansion for our 14 chickens. They're, they're just egg laying chickens, not just egg laying chickens. I mean, they're egg laying chickens. Um, and so we our husband built that and I've been focused on you know kind of taking care of the kids and the household all that and and one thing that kind of you know kind of goes out the window is being able to do the podcast because I kind of need a little bit of quiet (laughs) and then at nights you know instead of trying to do the podcast I'll Uh, be focused on having to do other things and so you know it's all about priorities and I'm sorry the podcast did not get prioritized but um, you know and then also this week on a non-personal level I mean we've just seen some crazy stuff uh, happening in Minneapolis and um, you know with the with uh, George Floyd and and the protesting turned into rioting and it's been very intense and now and now the protesting is happening across the U.S. Protests are being planned all across the U.S. and happening and so you know I just want to take a word real quick to just say you know I hope you guys are all staying safe and vigilant and always being aware of what you're doing where you're going um and just you know staying staying vigilant and uh staying safe so anyway uh, i'm not going to talk too much on that particular subject but i do this this week's podcast i wanted to talk about skills not just barter skills Now, I've talked about bartering before, but I want to talk about specifically skills that we could be learning now that will help us tomorrow, you know, in the apocalypse, whenever, um, of skills that have always been useful. And because of modern times, certain things have been a little more useful. Um, But so I'm just going to kind of dive right in. Uh, so on my Instagram, I actually posted a picture that said great barter skills and I listed electrician, mechanic, carpentry, animal care, farming, gardening, leatherworking, sewing, and making toilet paper. And that last one's mostly a joke, but really, you know, I think when people think of the modern toilet paper, we're thinking, you know, of the throwaway disposable toilet paper but actually you know there's lots of different types of toilet paper there's um you know natural toilet papers that you know people have been using rocks and leaves and all these sorts of things um excuse me and if you can actually grow is it mullein I've never actually heard anyone say mullein anyway it's um the very soft plant if you can actually grow that which one of my uh one of my followers said that they grow it and that's actually that would be a great trade hey you got some toilet paper um but another way to make toilet paper would be you know just um uh with 
cotton squares, you know, sewing cotton squares, you know, reusable cotton squares, of course. And that's, you know, you're essentially making toilet paper. And so (laughs) it was mostly a joke, but, you know, that kind of goes along with the sewing, though. And I'm going to kind of go backwards here. And then I'm going to go along with a few of what um, followers suggested as well, add-ons. You know, this list could go on and on. But anyway, the next one would be sewing and leather working. Especially if you can work with leather, that's a really great skill. You know, if you're hunting and you want to use every single part of the animal, you know, being able to utilize the leather um, is a really great skill. And leather working is one of those things that I've actually struggled with a lot It's just, it takes very specific tools and very specific knowledge on how to kind of work with the leather. But once you get it, you know, it's, it's, it opens up whole new worlds of what you can create. And, um, so I definitely want to get more into that. Now leather, you know, if you're not hunting and and getting your own leather that way, buying leather is very expensive. And I think that's one of the reasons that's also kept me from leather working as well. But, uh, there's usually like scrap piles in leather shops, like a whole scrap bag or something for like 10 or 15 bucks or whatever it is. Um, you know, you can make some good stuff with that scrap. Uh, that's what I usually do. Um, I'll practice with all that scrap leather. Uh, you may be able to ask friends or put an ad on Craigslist or something. Oh, I'm looking for scrap leather. I don't know, whatever. Um, sewing though. And more specifically, hand sewing, because while sewing on a sewing machine is definitely a skill as well, that's something that definitely needs to be learned. You know, a sewing machine may not always be available, like uh, you may have to uh, patch something in the field or something. So knowing how to sew by hand and then also carrying a little tiny sewing kit is really useful. Um, I know that Grimm Workshop, they have a little tiny like multi-tool kind of thing, like a little flat kind of credit card thing that is a sewing kit and actually has like a needle. And then so then after that, all you would need is a thread and (laughs) bada boom, bada bing, you're in business. Um, But that's a nice lightweight minimalist option there. I've actually been wanting that. I've had my eye on it. Um, But anyway, yeah, so leather working and sewing uh, definitely really good skills to have no matter who you are. Um, and then the next one would be farming and gardening. You know, these things aren't necessarily difficult, but they do take practice, you know, to understand how to grow certain things, like the best ways to grow things, the best types of soil, the best, um, you know, the best plants for your area. Um, there are certain plants that simply aren't going to be very effective in certain places unless you have something like a greenhouse or something, which I'm really hoping our our greenhouse is going to go up fairly soon. I'm really hoping (laughs) we're, we're thinking of making this really affordable greenhouse and we're going to put it on the YouTube, but it's called the $50 greenhouse. But I think all the materials together were like 150 bucks or something, but the, they call it the $50 greenhouse because they used a bunch of scrap materials that they already had on hand. But if you don't have anything, I think the total was like 150 bucks to make this greenhouse and very affordable. It uses PVC and um, a strong uh, tarp over it, basically. Uh, uh, plastic sheeting. It's not a tarp. Plastic sheeting. 
So I'm super excited to make that and I will obviously put that progress up. But yeah, so if you have like room for just a, even just like a little tiny greenhouse, I've seen um, greenhouses online, just like little tiny ones with like a couple shelves in it for like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. So like if you don't want to make one from scratch or something, you can always get like a little kit or something. There's lots of little kits online, but you know, obviously you could always make one yourself. Um, but yeah, so farming and gardening and, and along with farming, you know, like raising your own meat animals, um, and, uh, you know, general farming, like, you know, farming food for your animals. Um, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch to it. You know, it's, it's not always just, you know, throw the seed in the ground and run and, you know, add some water to it. Um, you know, there's a little bit to it. So, you know, buy some books, start reading up on that. Um, you know, even if you don't necessarily have a huge space, you can, you can do some of this stuff. But, um, okay, the next one's going to be animal care. Uh, I think animal care is really important. You know, you don't have to be a vet to understand how to take care of the basic needs of animals. Now, we have a, a a friend who works in a veterinary office and she has helped us, you know, in the past for a couple things. And, uh, so we, um, we understand that there are certain things that, you know, without the technology of a vet or like the technology from a doctor or something that you will not necessarily be able to diagnose everything ever. Right. But with animal care, you know, you just want to make sure that you can diagnose really basic things, you know, the looks, the how they're acting, why they're acting certain ways, how to tell if your animal is sick, all these certain little things, right? Um, and so little, so basic animal care is, is, is pretty important, especially if you're going to have a farm, you know, you want to take care of all the animals that you're going to be raising, right? So, um, you know, get some basic knowledge on that. And the next one would be carpentry, building things, right? I mean, uh, building things is going to be essential no matter what time period you're living in. You're going to be building stuff, whether it's simple things or more complex things like a house or whatever. Carpentry is a skill, and some people, you know, they just ha they can make a box, and that's that's what they can do. That's their carpentry skills, and then some people are more skilled with their carpentry, and uh, it just it just really depends. But you know, sometimes you don't need to be a master at something; you just need to know how to base how to put basic things together. Um, and the next one would be like a mechanic. Now you may be thinking, well. You know, I'm not going to be driving my car much around if it's, you know, if there's no gas or EMP or whatever. And you're right. But, you know, I'm not just talking about like EMPs or end of the world or whatever. I'm talking about everyday stuff too, okay? I'm talking about the fact that you should know how to change your own oil. You should know how to change a tire. You should know really basic, basic, basic things about a car. And there are lots of people who don't. And so if you have that skill, you know, you can help others. And, you know, if you can help others with that skill, then maybe there's something that they can offer in return. And, and, and you know, barter skills can work right now. I mean, we, we do it all the time. And so, 
mechanics is is pretty important, but not just cars either. Um, bicycle uh, maintenance, you know, being able to understand how to maintain and fix bicycles, because I think bicycles would become a very hot commodity, you know, motorcycle maintenance, all these things um, that, you know, would be very helpful to people who don't know this stuff. And even just the basic, basic understanding of just, you know, the basic things can can, uh, go a long way. And the next one would be um, electrician. So some people have a skill for certain things and um, electrical work is definitely not in my wheelhouse. Uh, my husband's really good at it, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. Some things I'm just like, I zone out on. I can't, <laughs> I can't focus. I can't figure out how certain things work. Um, but my husband, he put together our entire solar system and that's kind of where I'm going with electrician. It's not necessarily hooking up to like city power or anything and doing all that. But, you know, being off grid doesn't mean that you don't have any electricity. Being off grid means that you have that you might have some alternative electricity like wind or solar or hydro or something like that. So do you know how to, one, set up your own system and two, maintain that system, you know, fix any problems, that kind of thing? Um, You know, do you know how to actually you know, work with that whole system. And, you know, to some people it comes really simple and maybe you, you know, can, can are really good on certain aspects of how certain things work, but you'll need help with other things and that's okay. But, um, you know, I think electrician would be a huge one, especially when it comes to alternative, um, energy, because how are you going to set it up? If you don't know how any of this stuff works, how are you going to, how are you going to do it? You know? And so learning that stuff now can definitely be helpful. It's not necessarily difficult to learn. There's lots of classes and lots of information online, but, uh, you know, if you can piece that together, you're set, you're set to, for yourself and you're set to help others as well. So some other skills that were, uh, brought up from subscribers and, uh, followers one was welding. Welding's a really good one. Um, that's something that not a lot of people possess. And even if they do, they may not weld very good, or maybe they weld very basic things. They can weld very basic things, but welding is definitely a skill. And, you know, if there's steel around and you can make things from steel, then you can weld. Um, you know, then there's welding available. But then, you you know, it's having the equipment and, and practicing on it. You know, it's definitely, it definitely needs that physical practice, I think. Um, you know, I think most of these things, they need that physical practice. But, you know, a lot of this stuff, you can learn basic theories behind them, like read up on them, watch on YouTube, that kind of thing. But a lot of this stuff eventually will need some sort of hands-on. Um, and then gunsmith. So I, I'll be honest with you, when I heard gunsmith, I was like, whatever, I've never taken my gun to a gunsmith. I can never think of a reason why. And then I got onto Twitter and I, I took a poll. I was like, you know what? I'm obviously not looking at this correctly. I need to look at this 
you know, through a novice eye, which I am when it comes to gunsmithing. And I took a poll and I said, you know, who has ever taken their gun to a gunsmith? And six, 73 people took my poll. I said, have you ever taken your gun to a gunsmith? And 68% said no. 31% said yes. The 31%, that was a huge to me. I thought that was crazy. And I asked them, I said, if you have, please comment and let me know why you did. Um, some people said they put a Dura coat on the slide. Some people, one person said a trigger job. Another person said... Um, an old Mossberg bolt action wasn't extracting, um, needed a threaded barrel, mounting a scope, installing sights, a, a trigger job, um, inherited some guns and wanted to verify that it was shot safely. That's a really good one. Full service and trigger upgrade on a 12 gauge. Um, let's see, had to take a Mossberg in. Uh, no spent shell ejection ejection issue, excuse me. It was fixed in an hour. That's pretty cool. Um, shotgun cut down to 19 inches. Um, and let's see, I fixed my guns myself. A few people did. Several people said I fixed my guns myself. But just a variety of reasons. And I was really... I was actually really humbled by this and I'm really glad I took this poll because it made me realize, you know what? I actually now want to be a gunsmith because I started thinking to myself, I know how to clean my gun. I know how to take my guns apart, but that's pretty much the extent of it. You know, like I know how to uh, diagnose, you know, if there's a failure to eject or, or anything else. Right. But outside of that, I, you know, i like, you know, we even built, you know, custom ARs, but there's there's a lot more to it than that and so then I actually really want to learn gunsmithing now and my husband has been wanting to learn gunsmithing for like years he's just been saying over and over and over again I want to learn gunsmithing and I'm like yeah 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 but the only physical school that you can go to to learn like hands-on is in Colorado and you know it's like a six-month thing you know you really gotta I mean you know, unless you're going to change your whole life just to go to Colorado and do this, it's tough, you know. Now, I did research and see that there are several online schools. So I'm going to see what those online schools can offer. Some of them are pretty affordable. And uh, just to kind of see, you know, maybe it'll just give me the skills that I need to practice on my own or whatever the case may be, right? So I am definitely going to be doing my research on that and I'm very excited to try to see if we can if we can learn a little gunsmithing how to how to fix guns that would be that would be pretty cool. I I do think that I do think now that that is a very valuable skill to know for sure. Um and then the next one would be let's see um medical of course, healthcare for humans not just animals but you know being an EMT and what's interesting is I've actually seen a ton of articles lately of people suggesting that we should take EMT classes that we should actually you know learn these really more advanced detailed EMT um, you know medical uh, knowledge and I really wish I could, you know, I mean, that's one of those things that I've actually really wanted to do. Um, husband was a paramedic for a little while, EMT. Uh, I was just an EMT basic. Yeah, EMT basic, not a paramedic, but a EMT basic for a while. But, you know, he, he said that he learned a lot of, you know, really good knowledge 
you know, from that. I mean, that's, it gives you an advantage in that medical field that you didn't have before. And I'll admit, hey, I could always use more medical knowledge. That's for sure. You know, I'm always trying to up my game when it comes to medical knowledge, just because it's, and especially not just not even before moving out into the middle of nowhere, it was always important to me because it was something that I always lacked. And so now even more so it's important to us because of where we live and we're kind of our, our real true first responders here. You know, like if we get bit, bit by a snake or whatever, you know, the nearest hospital is like an hour and a half away. And so, you know, that's a pretty big deal to us. Um, anyway, that's a really good one. EMT. Um, let's see. Uh, blacksmithing. That was the next one. Blacksmithing. That was the last one, actually. Blacksmithing is, I think, something that I have desperately wanted to learn. We tried to make a knife once and we actually cut out the steel of a knife. We made a pattern and we cut it out. And then we never got to firing it. We were going to make our, a little... We were going to make a little forge and everything and then just never did it. But uh, anyway, that's something that we've always, always wanted to do. And one day we'll definitely do it. There's actually some great online schools. There are on, there are schools in person actually about an hour and a half away from us. Uh, that's some night schools that would be interesting to get into if we ever could. But uh, we may want to start with those online classes or something like that. But yeah blacksmithing to make knives and then also to fix knives you know but there's also other knife stuff you know like um you know sharpening knives generally taking care of them maintenance cleaning them things like that that uh as long as you maintain your knife it should be pretty good for a really really long time but uh same with your uh firearm as well but uh anyway so that is pretty much the list that I would like to talk about today of skills to start learning. And I know that seems kind of heavy. <laughs> you know, it's a lot to learn. But, you know, whenever you're planning on learning a new skill, I would highly suggest kind of picking a skill and then kind of going real hard on it for a while, you know, six months, you know, whatever it is, going real hard on it, learning a lot. That's what I usually do. I, I take a skill that I really that I know that I know nothing about or very little about and I go hard on it and I learn everything I possibly can about it. And after that, you know, once I I actually I I don't know why it happens or when it happens, but at some point I'm just like I kind of look back at the skills that I've learned. And I'm like, wow, I've really learned a lot. It's usually from like reading a book or something and I'm kind of you know realizing that wow I actually know a lot of this stuff and I, I've come to this I come to this like realization and and uh so then I start thinking to myself okay I think I can move on and go hard on another skill but at the same time while I'm learning these skills I'm learning other skills as well but I may not be going like as hard into it but Lately, though, I've actually been going kind of hard into a lot of different skills because of what homesteading has done to me. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like a lot's going on. And so, um, 
you know, trying to do a lot all at once, but also trying to spread it out at least a couple, one or two months, you know, one month we'll get chickens out, get them settled next month. Maybe we'll do, you know, another thing. And then month after that, you know, we'll focus on something else. But, um, you know, I think that that's how it generally should be, you know, focus on, you know, one or two skills at a time and really, you know, get good at it and, and learn from it. Get the books, go to YouTube, go take classes. Really, truly, I really recommend taking classes. Um, you know, you can learn a lot from blogs and YouTubes and things like that. But when you can get all the information you need just from the class, you know, taking a class, it's really valuable. It's a time saver. It's a great investment into yourself. So, you know, I, I love taking classes, especially online classes. So I'm pretty excited to see all these things that are online and, um, you know, taking those skills that we've learned and then applying them in our life. So that's the kicker right there. You have to actually take the skills that you've learned and then apply them, actually practice them and apply them into life. So anyway, um, Speaking of online courses, I do want to remind you guys to head to roguepreparedness.com and sign up for my online courses. I'm actually bringing out an Urban Preparedness 101 class. It is a huge course um, with a ton of urban preparedness information and knowledge and skills to practice. And uh, I just want you guys to to get in on that. So head to roguepreparedness.com and sign up for my online classes and if you like my podcast or anything else that I'm doing or talking about please head over to patreon.com or uh, of course find me on instagram at uh, instagram.com slash roguepreparedness I'm also on twitter and facebook and of course youtube and pinterest all right (laughs) thank you all so much for listening I really appreciate you conquer tomorrow by preparing today and i will talk to y'all next week stay safe stay healthy and stay prepared talk to you later bye thank you for listening to the rogue preparedness podcast ask questions never stop learning and stay prepared conquer tomorrow by preparing today see you next week